When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not going to give you a chance to tell me have to we know it. No, we have, we've only just begun. Name the singer. Uh, we've only hit. Well, uh, Aaron I, Carpenter. Well, actually, I was going Glenn Jones. Shouts out to Onyx Automotive because they make this whole thing possible. They're the best of Omaha number one luxury car dealer. I drove by the the lot the other day when they're for uh, doing a Creighton game. I just I love I love the location, 150th and Dodge. They got the top brands, man: BMW, Jaguar, Land Rover. Check them out online: OnyxAutomotive.com. Drive Onyx, the new standard, and shoot 360. Lincoln fired up tonight. By the way, we've had an NIL partnership with Alexis Markowski. Baller for the Nebraska women's team. Jazz Shelley, baller for the Nebraska women's team. They're doing an open workout. By the time people listen to this, it'll be over. They're doing an open workout tonight at Shoot 360. People can come watch the workout, get autograph, take a picture. Like, I am pumped. I'm bringing Mava. Watch Jazz and Alexis ball nice. out. So, I mean, we got big nice. things going on. Go to Shoot360.com backslash Lincoln. If you want to become a member, I'm telling you, man, we're building something special there. Uh, all right, my friend. We're not going to talk about Glenn Jones. We've only just begun. Only just That's begun. That's on go hard. Anybody, right now, people, let's do that later. Five, make a note. You need to, you need to, you need to find Glenn Jones. We've only just begun, and uh, that'll give you a sense of who I really am. Uh, okay, you choose, my friend. Do we have, where do we start? It's Nebraska-Maryland. Nebraska loses 13 to 10. Do you want to have an appetizer for the table? Do we just want to go straight to the main course? I mean, we can do an appetizer and talk about maybe the quarterbacks and the offense and whatnot, or do we want to go straight to the main course, which is the final sequence of things, and then kind of work our way back? What do you... Let's hit the final sequence, and then we need to talk That's kind of... See, so this is why that. you and I know Glenn Jones. We've only just begun. <clears throat> Let's fast forward right, right to the final five minutes of the game. Incredible that Nebraska was able to force a fumble inside the five-yard line. Javin Wright pops it free. Jason Peter Jr. has him and him and Jason Ty Robinson and Jason Peter have probably had wrestling matches for fumbles in the basement yes. while He's playing been training for this for years, Nick. <laughs> for years. For years, Jason Peter has got him ready for this moment to recover a fumble with the game on the line. Crazy though. Recover it. Here comes Chubba. There's been a lot of Chubba chatter. There's been Chubba chatter. Everybody laughed at my Chubba chatter, but who's laughing now? There's been Chubba chatter since the Chubba chatter episode. Um, 
I got a random text from somebody that said Chubba Chatter question mark, and I didn't know who it was from. So it's one of those that whoever yeah, what do you the do? What do you do? I go, who is this? Did you hit him with the who is this, or did you go yet. like, yeah. not yet? I just figured uh, maybe they'll give it, give it time, give it time. I'm, but, that's a, there's nothing worse than people like the Chubba Chatter. People do enjoy the Chubba Chatter. So there was Chubba Chatter. Here he comes. Yeah. Now, why there was Chubba Chatter and Chubba's in at the end of the game, we, again, we will go back and unpack all of this. But I just think this game comes down to this sequence in some yes. ways. So the drive starts at the Nebraska's own three-yard line. Chubba Purdy leads Nebraska 92 yards down the field all the way down to the five-yard line. Yeah. Chubba had the hard scramble run that got him out of the shadow of their own end zone for 13 yards on third down. He hits Billy Kemp with a nice throw for 24 yards. Chubba had a really, another really good run down the left sideline. We ran tough to get nine yards. Emmett Johnson, probably his best run as a Husker. Yeah. Would you agree? I mean, yes, yes. Best run as a Husker, 29 yards, bounces it, cuts back, breaks a couple of tackles. Yeah. Looked like, damn. I mean, were you listening to Glenn Jones Emmett, before the game? Emmett Johnson or Emmett Smith? I mean, are you Emmett Smith not there? Or are you Emmett Johnson? Because I'm not totally sure at this point. He goes 29 yards. And then Chubba has another incredible run where he breaks a couple of tackles, cuts back into the middle of the field for 11 yards all the way to the five-yard line. Yeah. Here comes the sequence. Not sure if you listened to Matt Rule's post-game press conference, but so first and goal at the five. That was supposed to be a handoff. Yes, in Chubba. And Chubba pulled it and then, you know, had... It was a smart play thrown out of bounds yes. at that point. It was actually the smart... I, I thought, oh, good job, Chubba, getting yeah. it out of bounds. But I don't know how you call a run play that the quarterback just pulled. So I was going to ask you that. Like, I, again, I... When, when it comes to how much football I really know and have played, it's minimal compared to you and compared to what Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield and all that stuff do. I mean, it's, you know, there are levels to this thing. I, I, explain that to me. How How is there? That seems like an improbable What I don't know thing. is this. It, it sounded like, just I read it in the paper, it sounded like Matt Rule is making it clear, like, this wasn't an RPO. This yes. was a handoff. And Chubba either didn't know that or Chubba freestyled. Like, yes. he, he thought... I might just pull this and score. You know, sometimes you yeah, get a, yeah, you get a, you make a decision. You know, he's he hasn't been getting me reps, so sometimes it's easy to make a mistake if you haven't been getting your reps. Mm -hmm. But you also may just be like in the moment thinking, "I'm just going to go for it." Uh, maybe he just made a decision, but either way, like that was supposed to be handoff, which right. you know, I think maybe would change things a little bit. I don't know, but it's never but either way that that's that yeah. my my guess was like it was a product of him not getting as many reps or something and, it, and he just yeah he didn't know but yeah. whatever either way it was supposed to be a run he pulls it he makes a hell of a play to not it was either going to be like a 15 yard loss sack or it was going to be intentional groundings like either way it was going to be like he got that ball across he, the line yes he sprinted so away to get out of the tackle box and get it across the goal like so crisis averted here comes second and goal at the five. Emmett Johnson, they try to run it up the middle. It's a two-yard loss. Here comes third and goal at the seven. Now, here's what I hate. So for, for my day yesterday, I had Creighton, North Dakota State on TV during the game. It was impossible to avoid spoilers. So I knew the outcome of the game. Oh, okay. So it drives me crazy because I wish I would. Now, I know what I was thinking 
as I was watching it, even without knowing exactly how everything played out. I want to freeze this moment. What were you, were you thinking, run it and get three points? What were you thinking in that in that spot? So so from the get-go, like you say, Chubba takes us 92 yards. 92 yards, yeah. Right? My math is correct. Three-yard line all the up way to Up until that third down play, this to me was the drive of the year yes. for Nebraska. It was by far to me the most excited. The, it was the best offensive performance from so many people. I mean, especially like it, under the circumstances, this was the drive of the year. And it, I felt it in the moment. I, I was saying to myself, this is the drive of the year. I was saying, we're going to do this, right? So I was under the, the mindset, we probably want to run. But if you're going to throw it, you're going to let this guy throw it. You can't let him take. I literally thought that to myself. It's got to be a, a pass yeah. that can't be picked off. Right. I thought that thought in my head. Right. So, so I'm not the type of guy that's going to, you know, after the fact, like, I knew you should run. I thought you could take a chance that is a, a chance that's a quote-unquote safe chance. Yeah, because right? not, all, not all throws are created equal in terms of its danger. Yes. And so could I wrap my head around maybe you, you do a sprint out thing, yes, so. you know, whatever, something like that, maybe. But, man, I don't know. I, I – at the same time, you got a third string quarterback in there that has thrown two passes all season. You have just ran the ball really well down the field. Yeah. You have a field goal in the bag. That's the part that's hardest. It's it's not we're not down. We're tied. It's tied, and you are you have for all intents and purposes. Now things can always go crazy. Like you have the lead. Yes. You, you have it. To me, in, in that moment, I was just going, man, be careful. Assure yourself a field goal and then let your defense go win the game for you. Yeah, I think my, but my first thought was be careful. Like, yes. I just, we had just seen four ugly turnovers. Yeah. My trust in quarterbacks was gone. Chubba had, had his, was having his moment, but I wasn't like, give him the ball, let him rip. It was, it had to be handed off or the safest, best passing play you got. Right. And I understand, you know, they were supposed to run a, it was supposed to be a corner route. Mm -hmm. And I get how that's a safe pass in yeah. their mind, except for the fact that like the other team is good and they have coverages and you know, like it, it, that's not a secure, that actually wasn't a secure enough play. Right. It wasn't as much as it's a barely safe play. It was very similar to the Minnesota interception yeah. Yeah. Uh, by from sims they get down to the goal line and it, it was a very similar yeah. route concept and call but yeah i i just it's forcing him to make a read is and again he's he's, he's thrown two passes all season yeah and it wasn't like he just shred they went 90 yards all through the air it was all on the ground mm -hmm. you for for me that was a pretty bad managed poorly managed situation from the from the coaches there it's, i mean it, it's i think it's it's coming down to this trust thing of like you they want to give trust and they want to be aggressive and win and it's like these guys are proving that you can't trust them and you almost have to manufacture a game with quarterbacks you can't trust well i know it sucks it sucks to say that right but somewhere along the lines it's becomes like 
we have to be mind-numbingly like simplistic and conservative. We have to be mind-numbing. Like if we have points, we can't take chances. We have to just take our points. Well, here it's this, just really it sucks to say that. Th this is fun. what you're because I'm gonna I'm well I'm gonna jump to this and then we're gonna go back to this sequence here. But what you're saying was something that it was a Dirk Chatlin tweet after the game that I thought is kind of hitting the nose on the head with what you're saying. He's he said the biggest difference between eight and two Iowa and five and five Nebraska is that Iowa accepts that its offense stinks and manages the game accordingly. That's pretty darn good. That's well said. I mean, I think that's kind of what you're saying. Like, I get it. Like, Satterfield rule. I get it. Like, I get, you know, corner. Like, I get it. On paper. Yeah, I get it. On paper. I get it. <laughs> I get it, dude. I get it. Yeah. But you have Heinrich Harburg. You have Jeff Sims. You have Chuba, who has, again, thrown two passes all year. How many reps is he getting? How many reps is he getting in practice? He has a bad groin, yeah. too, apparently. You also have four foot eight Billy Kemp. You have a bunch of freshmen and yeah. former walk-on wide receivers. I get it. Again, sat and rule. I get it, dog. I get it. I get on the dry race board how it all works. But you don't have the players to do that. Yeah. And you had, you had three points in the bag. And you decide to throw the ball. I just what better chance Chuba throws a touchdown or the defense holds Maryland with three and a half minutes left. I'm going to ride with the D. the D. Yeah. I mean, especially after their performance. I mean, so uh, I mean, you it, know, I'm trying to think like, what's a safe pass? Like, I think it's like you mentioned, like one of those sprint outs where it's almost like a pick where it's like, it's either open on the out or you're running it or throwing it away. Yes. Right. Or it's like, you know, put your put your boy Fedoni out there, like fade to the corner where it's out of bounds or he catches it. Yes. Like something like that where there is no margin for in, an interception, but maybe we, we got like a 50-50 touchdown, right. right? That's what I think you can – that's the only routes you can run with our team in this moment with these quarterbacks, with our third-string quarterback in there especially. Yes. And so like – I just, I, it, yeah, it's easy to say this after the fact, but I, I will say in the moment, I was like, you can't take a risk here. No, you That's have, you have, because I was sitting there watching, because again, I knew the outcome of the game, but I didn't know, I will say, I didn't know about the pick and all that stuff, but I knew with the time winding down, I was like, and I knew it didn't go to overtime. I'm like, because I knew they didn't end up with 13 points either. I'm like, what the hell happens here? Well, and, and, and I still, and I still think that this, this, concept of shotgun when you're inside the five yard line it it just becomes like there's too many tfl opportunities when you do that yeah versus like imagine if we were running like out of the i formation and chubb is not pulling the ball then you know what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah, yeah. right like so we're running it we're not losing yards we probably just run it three times when we're out of the gun like right by the goal line it just, I think it causes too many chances for errors. Yes. I don't know what it is about the gun, especially around the goal line. It's too, people are too close. There's too much attacking. And it, the time from the ball to get to the snap gives the defense a huge advantage where in the rest of the field, they don't get that same advantage because they don't have to guard as much of the field. Right. So I, I just don't like that college football, they do this gun offense where you go to the pros they just don't do it they don't do I, that they run the ball from under the 
under center, especially around the goal line. Yes. Because it is proven to be more effective. The other thing is, you know, with, with running, with running it three times is you, you could have bled a ton of clock. Cause what was it? What was the time? So that's why I just, I'm looking at it. There was more time on the clock than I thought. Now they three turned minutes? it, they turned it over with three thirty seven. Three thirty seven. But, but Chuba did throw it away. But Chuba threw it away. Yep. So that stopped the clock. Yes. So to me, the other thing you could have thought so about that's four, is forty and forty almost. Yes. Right? So that's a it's a minute twenty. It's a minute twenty more off of three thirty. Yeah. So down to two ten. So that's a difference too. You know, you could have at that point you go, you get you got three points. We're gonna assure that that stays the same, and in the midst of that, we're gonna bleed a whole bunch of clock here. Yeah, so then it's two minutes to go, right? Let's say we kick the field goal. We'd run the clock. We didn't, listen, we couldn't get it. Yeah. We're going to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... We kick off. They start in the 25, roughly, right? Um, we're playing a different, a little bit different defense than we would have been. We're going to make them earn it and use mm-hmm. the clock. You know, advantage us when it's two minutes to go. I, I just, mean, I mean, you have it, you, you, the defense up until that point, I mean, they had held Maryland to 10 points the whole game. Uh, like, I, I just would rather take my chances with it, putting it on the defense. With a lead. Too. With the a lead. With a lead, thinking differently than a defense that's a little like, oh, man, we just turned over for the fifth time. You yeah. know, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Because, it, you know, the defense, thing. I mean, the defense probably over there. I mean, all of a sudden, it's like, boom, pick, sudden change, you're out there. And Maryland now has life. Maryland is now <laughs> feeling like, yeah, they have life. They have the green light to be like, we're playing with house money now. And you gave you gave Talia. Is it Man, Talia? Talia Tagaviola. Yeah, Talia. I always, I always get his name wrong. But uh, after the game, I finally felt like I had it. After hearing the announcer say it enough yeah. times, I, I had it. But, boy, I tell you, wasn't it pretty amazing to watch, like, a real quarterback? You're like, whoa. Well, it's, it's basically <laughs> is it with him and Sanders are the two where we've watched where we go, it's so starkly different it, watching a quarterback that is – poised and knows where he's going with the ball delivers the ball on time where it needs to be it's just a different game they're playing a different game yeah it, it truly looked like not to i mean it's it's it truly looks like varsity versus jv like it looks like talia and shadur are varsity and all the other guys are jun- junior varsity level quarterbacks yeah. but so my that that decision i mean this if nebraska ends up losing these last two games, there's going to be a couple of little tipping points where, where turning point moments that who knows where, I mean, we talked about like the goal line stand at Illinois on the first drive. Like yeah. I felt like that was the turning point that led to Nebraska putting themselves in position yeah, to as a three game, three in a row yeah, was from that moment, from that moment yeah. on um, you go back to the Minnesota game and the, the sequence at the oddly similar to the sequence at the end of the first half where they throw it and Sims throws a pick in the, it, it into the end zone. Um, you certainly could go back to Anthony Grant's fumble in the Minnesota game. I mean, there's these little moments throughout the season, but man, this one, you are at home. You got Maryland. You're going to be up 13 to 10 with two, two and a yes. half, three minutes yeah. left. You're in a pretty good spot. Instead, you take your third string quarterback, you throw it, interception, and then here comes Maryland. And it was, you know, the defense here, it was it was unfortunate because, man, they've just been awesome. Yeah. But Nebraska does get Maryland to a third and 10. 
our boy Tommy Hill gets a pass interference on a on a shot down the field. And then what happened on second and six? I think they checked into a 31-yard run. We didn't have an edge. What happened? We yeah, didn't we, have an edge. It was we, like, where was everybody? They ran us. They checked on us. They had a scheme. Like, yeah. it was one of those. They got us in something. They checked to, an like, an outside zone, and we didn't have an edge. So, I mean, it was like everybody washed us down. They just – it just took a corner. I mean, it was, it was a, just we didn't have an edge. It we was – we, we had messed up our scheme. It, I think it might have been the only off the top of my head I can't really think of. Even against Michigan, there weren't a ton of, like, bust, run, chunk plays. Like, I haven't seen a ton of those, necessarily, yeah. where that was just like, man, where... They got us. I mean, they, that's it was just like, where wow, our schemed. defense, it, it's either we made a mistake or we do something that they caught on to, and they got us. I mean, right. They got us there in a big moment. So that's a 31-yard play. And then there's the wide receiver, a little tunnel screen where, again, out of character, bad tackling. Hartzog missed. Somebody else came in and, and missed, and they gained over 10 yards, and now they're in field goal range, and they can they they work the clock down to three seconds, field goal, ball game, 13-10. Yeah. I'd argue we actually played a really good football game on defense, and we had four plays, two from Hartzog, two from Tommy, and that that one edge, and then the one edge, lost. yeah. And the and yes, because yeah, it was Tommy's sack he missed. Tommy gave up the deep ball. Hartzog gave up the deep ball. Hartzog gave up that touchdown. And yeah. run. Five, I'd say it's five plays. Right. We played an unbelievably good game. Other than that, and forced turnovers in the in the second half. Clutch, clutch, it was clutch. Very clutch defensive performance. Yes, they, they turned. They they forced the ball out when we needed it. Um, it's yeah, man. Our offense just. There's just no favor. I mean, you can't you can't ask the defense to do more than that. No, I know, and that's why you want to be like even rule after the game was like, you know, I still expect the defense to go out there and and hold them. And it's like, yeah, I hear you, but it's also like, I mean, the fifth bad come, turnover. Come on, man! At yeah. some point, like, how many messes can yeah can mom and dad clean up here before it's like, fuck. So, but Omar Brown forced the forced the fumble. Javen Wright had the interception on the sideline. And then there was the other fumble. Uh, inside the five. I mean, these were, yeah. like you said, these were clutch plays, big plays yeah. against an explosive. You held an explosive offense with a very good quarterback to 13 points. Yeah. I think they had zero rushing yards in the first half. Zero. Really good. Really, really good. Um, only thing that was maybe a little disappointing was they only had one sack, had a hard time, and it was the Marquis Buford delayed safety or corner blitz late. Yeah. Um, but they had a hard time getting home. To, um, to, I mean, Talia, but Talia is he was he he's was slippery. Evasive, yeah, and I mean, like I said, Tommy's one. That was uh, no one. Just you and him. Ty Robinson had a big miss. He had him. Yep. You know, there's a few of those where it's like you got to get him. You you got to get him down. Uh. So let's let, let's go back. I mean, for the offense, like again, I I wanted to start the offensive conversation with that Dirk tweet because I do a, a tendergram again for to read the biggest difference between eight and two Iowa and five and five Nebraska is that Iowa accepts that it, its offense stinks and manages the game accordingly. And I hate to say that, but I, I tend to agree with him. I, I tend to agree with him. They, that it, they win those, they, they win close games with a bad offense because they play this, you know, Field goals and special teams, you know, like right. they, they we're not going to manage risks. We're, we're yeah. not going to take them. They, they play so conservative that these teams just implode on themselves almost. Right. Like, that's if you don't got the guns on offense, you got to take that mentality. 
if you don't got the like the horses to like that you can trust if you can't yeah. trust which to me that's what it's about and i i just know matt rule in satterfield they want to trust their guys that's well, that, their that's part of their who they are they just want to give that trust and i respect it but you got to know right now they haven't earned that yet they haven't earned that just let it rip man they haven't you just you you can't do that to your well, defense. To, me, to me my it's thing is like, game. yes because it's funny because like i it almost there almost is this sense whether it's what rule talks about in post-game press conferences and press conferences in general and how rule and satterfield satterfield approach the game it's almost as if rule and satterfield would rather establish we are aggressive we are confident we trust the players they would rather establish that and lose games than play super safe super vanilla super conservative and win games it's hard i don't know that, I, mean, I know that's that's, a, that's a, i say that pseudo tongue in cheek but i think you the spirit of what i'm saying is like i think what you're where it's like they want it's almost like they're trying to they're trying to speak and act this confident we play to win we let it rip we're always swinging attitude and there there's a fine line between that and when you're just not playing smart see i i don't know i i got I have no idea if they've ever had a team like this that's been this bad on offense and pretty darn good on defense yeah and it it's a different like it's sort of like these are the cards you've been dealt and you got to play these cards yes and I don't know that they've ever been dealt these cards. Because I wonder if they, yeah, it's interesting because I wonder if they said like this year, this year we have to above all, you know, because when people are like things that aren't necessarily tied to wins and losses, what are some things you want to establish this year? You know, I wonder if behind closed doors, like we got to get these guys confident. We got to let them know that they people, we believe in them. We got to get them aggressive. We got to get them feeling good. Like, yeah. and you know, it's one thing to have those schools of thoughts, but then like you said, but then you're dealt a, a hand. And you can, you may be sitting there at the poker table, like I'm going, I'm going to get aggressive on this hand, but then you get dealt seven, two offsuit and you're like, well, fuck, I, yeah, I better yeah. not here. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. I, I just think that there is, there's that fine line. There's that fine line where it's like being too like scared is detrimental to yeah. your, to your team. Right. But then there's that the, the other part of the the line where it's like we're not good enough to take to, to take this many like to put this much risk on some of these guys right and, and I don't know like it's yeah where that I think it's tough to navigate because I otherwise it's like you know you got to get to be in the game you got to you got to go for it somewhat but you have to know what your level is and I don't think we've found that I think it's a little uncomfortable to be as conservative as what I think we've had to. Yeah, and, and again, I'm not I'm win not, a couple of these games, right? And I'm not saying never throw it, and I'm not saying never take a shot. I'm not saying never, but there's just there are those there, there's a threshold to everything, and there yeah. there's a time and place to, you know what? Let's play action and take a shot, or let's there. And then there are times where you go, we're down seven, play action, take a shot. Yeah, we're, we're in the middle of the game, it's tied up, play action, take a shot. We've we're tied with. Three minutes to go. We're in our third string quarterback. We've had four or five turn the ball interceptions over. already yes. today. Let's not take a Let's chance. Let's not take now. a chance. And that's so where the circumstances change throughout the game. You just got to know who your team is right now 
and what that moment is. And you can dial up the risk a little bit based on that. And that was a moment where the risk, you need to dial that. We had the points. You the had points were in our points. pocket. Yes. Put the risk down to zero and just hand it off. Yes. And you're okay. And, and you you get your points and you make them beat you. Because I, I just don't like this whole, this like, this like, old saloon walk in and I'm a gunslinger and like, we've, Hey man, we, we play, we're out there. We don't, we don't, we're not going to play scared. We play to win. It's like, that's cool, dude. But like, there's, I, I, I get that school of thought, but you can be, but you, you can, can be that if you are the gunslinger, you're not. If you walk in and you're like, that's my Brett Favre arm. It's like, yeah. go gunsling. Yes. But, but you don't have that. You have Chubba Purdy in there. You got Chubba out there. And I know there's chatter. But- there's chubba chatter, but there's not necessarily <laughs> chatter about getting really aggressive with his gunslinger. You know, I would like say we need a little bit of run the ball chatter. Yes, and so I just get like you know, man, we're gonna play to win the game. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, there's playing a part of. So here's what I don't like is like you. I don't like hiding behind that thought all the time. Like, man, you know, we're going to go out in the football. We're, we're going to play aggressive and play to win the game. Well, like playing to win the game. Sometimes if the goal is to play to win the game, sometimes the, the game points. calls for you to play smart and take the points. That's so I just don't like this. Like, you know, rule does that at, on the press. I'm like, we're going to, we're going to be aggressive. We're going to play to win the game, you know? And it's like, well, I mean, what does that mean? Like, what I mean, a part of playing to win the game is sometimes kicking the field goal. Yes. Like we we gave up another time we went for it from the fourth and two. Yes, and Sims got yeah, and they get like, man, we're gonna be aggressive. Inch. It's like, well, cool. Okay. Fourth and an inch is fourth, and I can see. I'd rather be an unaggressive winner than an aggressive loser. That's and that's what I think. And we've 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 borderline. I just get borderline I get, given up two games doing that now. You know, and it's yes. like, and that's the bowl. That's the bowl eligibility. Minnesota and this one have both been like, we get around the goal line and they want more. Get greedy and they get a little greedy, yeah, and it's just, that's okay. I mean, coaches get greedy, that's okay. Like, I get it, but let's just acknowledge that's what it is, and let's acknowledge it. And, and they need to take a hard look at this is what this is the cards we got. These aren't this isn't Ohio State's talent, which no. is like, I would be really aggressive if I was Ohio State. Yes, if yes. I got Marvin Harris, I'm probably always going to be like, well, I can always throw a little fade or I can always do a yes, can if they I, guard yes. them one on one, they can't. You know, my quarterback. If I got American, Caleb my, Williams down by the yeah. goal, yeah, guess what? Let it rip. Walk in the saloon, get a shot of whiskey, and, that, and challenge the baddest dude to a duel. Because like, you know what? You got the upper hand, and I feel like that's the part that's hard is we just don't have any upper hand in offense anywhere. Really. Well, and that's the thing. Sometimes I think it's almost like they're in denial about their quarterback's abilities to throw the ball and their wide receiver's abilities to get separation and catch the ball. Yeah. I mean, nobody can. I mean, like I said, Fedoni, we love Fedoni, but like, I don't think Fedoni can get open on his own. Like, well, even like, even like, uh, it was the right read and look, but like the, I think they, they caught Maryland in a blitz and Bullock ran a little fade in the seam and it really wasn't a bad throw, but Bullock's not going to catch that. He's not Marvin Harrison Jr. He's six foot and, and not super athletic. Yeah. He's not going to win a jump ball. Yeah. The the cornerback like looked bigger and jumped higher than he did. Yes. So it's like, that's what, that's what it is. That's where like having Billy, Billy Kemp on the, on the corner route. It's like, it's a personnel thing. It, that makes that less safe. Now that's a big, tall, if that's Quincy and Nunwa, if that's, yeah, or, or yeah, I mean, you know where you can throw it, you can yes. throw it into a different place that only he can get it. Or, you know, like it, it becomes like when Billy Sims is that short, the angles of the ball change and the defenders can get to it from a different, yes. end. you know, like that's the whole thing with like 
why size matters is because then you can just sort of like it's basketball. You know what it is? Like if you're playing with a good center, you don't have to be a great passer. Throw, throw that throw bitch up, up near the rim. Right. It doesn't have to be uh, like if it's a really short guy, your lob has to be perfect. Oh, man. Because that- he can dunk it if it hits right there, 12 inches to the left of the hoop, one, f- you know, like six inches above. That's as high I as mean- he can go. And that's. It has the to be big perfect. Guy, you can miss by three. You feet. ever watch people throw brawn lobs? They, you they're can't like, miss. people don't even look. People don't even like, it's like you can put it anywhere. You can't miss. You literally cannot throw it too high, too wide. Too... Braun is going to swoop pterodactyl on in there and hammer that if thing. You got Wimby, throw it anywhere. <laughs> He's going to he go get, get to it. it. It's, it's, I mean, I saw it yesterday with Kalkbrenner and, and Creighton. Like, I mean, got to where they could just throw it anywhere. He was going to go high point it, win it, and go lay it in. And But they don't yeah. have that. And it's like, I don't. So you can't, you, so you can't, can't do call those plays things. those accordingly. Yeah. And so there also was this reluctance at times to just hand the ball to their running backs. I mean, Anthony honestly, Grant, three carries. I still don't know. I don't understand what's going on there. I don't either. And so I, that was, I wrote that down. I don't understand why he only got three carries. And then I actually thought Emmett Johnson had like a good day. 17 carries, yes. 84 yards, 4.9 a carry. It was his best day as a Husker. He looked the best he's looked. Yes. Like he, he ran the best. But I still think Anthony Grant's more talented. Um, I, th- I think Fleeks actually Fleeks? pretty nice. Yeah, like I'm like, to me, you have, like, I agree. Fleeks has some natural wiggle to him. I'm like, yeah. hmm, I know Grant does. And then Emmett Johnson is coming along. I'm like, why? Like, hand the ball off to those hand guys. It, hand it and throw it to those guys. Like, Fleeks, get the. Fleeks involved in the, in the passing game. Um, I think we're still trying to force the ball to Billy Kemp. Um, I just don't know. I mean, it's like I I, I struggled. I struggle still with understanding what's going on with Anthony Grant. Like, is it just all in his head? Is he in the doghouse with the coaches? But like, I know he's fumbled. But like, but give me a break. But so has every quarterback. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, at this point, you've lost all. Like, I didn't want to play. I mean, we had this conversation about Grant of like, yeah, why why does Grant get pulled for fumbling, but the quarterback doesn't? Well, quarterback versus running back, it's, it's a different deal. But now that we're 10 games into this thing and we've seen how it played out, give me a break, okay? These quarterbacks are, I mean, I saw a stat today because we'll get into the stuff with the quarterbacks. This was Connor Happer at 1620 tweeted out some drive chart stuff that Jeff Sims on the season has 26 drives and 12 turnovers. So you mean almost almost half the time. 46% of his drives result in a turnover. That is jarring. Well, I don't know if you saw like the, because Peacock, I, for, I was really, that was hard to watch on that Peacock app because yeah, they, the, they didn't have the, like. You couldn't fast you couldn't forward? figure out the fast forward. Oh, and, like, I had a rough time last didn't night. didn't turn on. And then I, I mean, it was a rough deal. Yes. But there was a, there was a moment there, you know, where they were showing the sideline after Jeff Sims had his like last turnover, he went off to the side and was like squatting down and you could see in his eyes, he wasn't angry. No, he was, he was just like, what in the world? You could tell it was like, this was the moment where he was shell shocked. He was shell shocked. The the twelve and twenty six twelve and twenty six that, that that hit him all in the face in that moment. I yes. was watching him. I go. I felt so bad for him because I'm like this poor guy. Like he seems like a nice kid. Yes, and it's just like this has been the worst. I think. I think that's the worst. That's as bad of a turnover, quarterback. Yeah, turnover ratio as I've ever seen. Because it's it's and it's really. I mean, it's 
so this is Connor Happer again. He he ran these numbers and looked at it. He goes, the the Nebraska's turned the ball over on 23% of their drives this year. 2.6 turnovers per game. It's one turnover ever every 4.35 drives. Harburg has 84 drives and 13 turnovers, 15.4%. Yeah. Sims, 26 drives, 12 turnovers. That's 46%. And Chubba Purdy has two drives, one turnover, 50%. It's like unbelievable. It's unreal what those quarterbacks have, how they performed. I, I shouldn't even it, I shouldn't even... I shouldn't even say this. I shouldn't even talk. Oh, about you want to, you want to, I wrote I it down. Even say it. I you want to, you want to talk I about it? I can't believe my brain went there. I can't believe I Oh, you want to talk there. about Casey Thompson? I don't want to. No, I, I shouldn't. <laughs> it's still, no, no, no. It needs to be stated again. The biggest mistake of the season started before the season. Yeah. In pushing Casey Thompson out the door. Because as SIP has put it, it's a red flag in this staff's evaluating that they chose Jeff Sims and pushed Casey Thompson out the door. Yep. And I mean, this is the stuff too. Like I, I looked this up here's, here's a quote from Matt rule about Jeff Sims in August. This is before the season. Here's Matt rule talking about Jeff Sims. He said, quote, he's a triple threat. He can throw it. He can run it. He can beat you with his mind as well. He can get you to the right play. He's an NFL player. You, you go like, how are you, as a, as a guy that was a head coach in the NFL, that has been wildly successful, how yeah. could you be so wrong about a quarterback? You know, I, I think Jeff Sims had some games at Georgia Tech that were impressive. And for whatever reason, this is what, this is what we, you can't know about a person. Something about him now at nebraska he regressed to the worst version of himself i'm guessing that he's ever i don't he's there, never been this no this he's has to be the worst worst court worst football he's ever played as a player has happened this year yeah it's almost like a psychological thing like i don't know if it was because that first game went so wrong he wasn't able to recover from it but he is turning the ball over at a clip that no quarterback could be – I mean, it, high school quarterbacks don't even do this, no. I don't think. Like, it is unbelievable. He fumbles like every other time. He turns – like, we joked it. Like, he turns the wrong way one every – once a, once every two drives, he has a play that's just dead because he turns the wrong way. Yeah. I, and then as we – 12 turnovers and 26 drives, I, I don't – I don't know. Well, I mean, seriously, though. Let's let ourselves. You were saying you don't want to talk about it, but Casey Thompson, let your mind a healthy Casey Thompson. What's Nebraska's record? Uh, I mean, this is hard. You don't know. You don't know what's going to be. You don't know what else could happen. I mean, we're not going to run him as much, but I know Casey Thompson is very competent, throws a good ball. He proved that he like, he can make all the throws and he was pretty clutch. I felt like, so I, I mean, there's no way. It, I don't know that we will win eight or nine games with Gase Thompson, but I know we have won six or seven by now. Yeah. I mean, I, think I would could, say six or seven by now we would be in the, in the bag. I, I, yes, I know they would. 
I mean, it's not crazy to say that they would be seven and three and or eight and two. I mean, it's not. I know that's. I mean, and I get we're entering into ifs and buts and hypothetical world, which gets you. But you just don't know. You but, just don't know. But if like other than the Michigan game, does it not kind of feel like every other loss they are competent, average quarterback play away from winning all those games? I think the only part that's tricky is that we had success in certain games running Harburg. Agree. And Agree. We, you know, in the Minnesota game, our success came from running Sims. Mm-hmm. So could we? Could we manufacture some points with Casey Thompson, these receivers, these running backs? Um, I think Casey Thompson's capable of getting us because uh, I think he just delivers the ball where it needs to be. He can like his like if you put all these quarterbacks in a room and said, Harburg, Sims, Chuba, show me your m- mental makeup of football and how you process. And then you bring in Casey. I think he processes the game so much faster at such a different level than those guys. That to me is, would be the biggest difference. Like I just saw Casey knowing where to put the ball and where it needed to be faster. He just had that like veteran thing. Let's, I want to talk more about the quarterbacks, but first I got to talk about Onyx Automotive. They're the best of Omaha, number one luxury car dealer. Support those that support us. Onyx Automotive is a proud sponsor, and we're proud that they are on board with us of these game recap pods. They offer industry-leading brands, Land Rover, Jaguar, BMW. Again, the white Range Rover is your boys. It's it's my dream car. I mean, that thing is so smooth. They got a great location, 150th and Dodge. You go online, onyxautomotive.com. They have tons of great information information there new pre-owned vehicles all the different makes and models you can get a sense of what things look like before you even step on the lot and you are going to be treated like a king luxuriously because that's what onyx automotive is all about in fact every purchase of a vehicle comes with a nice bottle of wine check them out online onyx automotive.com onyxautomotive.com drive onyx the new standard and we're brought to you by pella windows and doors uh Again, I had some uh, work done in my house. I was able to go through the entire process with Pella from the showroom in Omaha to the in-home consultation with Debbie to the Pella expert installers for them to come out and measure twice and all this stuff and then see the the Pella experts come in and install. It was a really a unbelievable experience from start to finish and i love everything that they have done with my house the bay window is fantastic the new front door is fantastic really the whole my whole front of my house is completely transformed because of pella you need some new windows or doors you need to holler at my people at pella they got uh, these cool koozies here these uh, yetis here they're fantastic so check them online out online pellaomaha.com that's pellaomaha.com okay Bo Robert Rude, let's back to the quarterbacks. Well, real quick with the offense, what has happened with the option? The option is pretty much gone away, and they were never great at it. It's the quarterbacks. You got to have the it, quarterbacks. Okay, because it's to just run like the real option. I mean, that's you got to be good at it. Yeah. Is it as simple as that? Is it is it as simple as there was the element of surprise initially, and you were able to not be great at it and have success with it. And now that element of surprise is not there. And so you have to be good at it. Or I'm just, I mean, they're basically kind of just gone away from it. Yeah. Because one Harburg was starting to take a lot of hits on yep. it. And I think it just, you could tell like it was getting clunky. It just wasn't looking right. It wasn't looking great. We liked it because it helped us and it helped manufacture a, a passing game. So we could use the option pass mm-hmm. more than anything. I think that's why they liked it. Yes, it, it manufactures a shot down the field, you know. And, I mean, I think it's another way to get the quarterback run game going. I mean, I think they're just having a hard time 
getting the run, all the, the quarterback run game has really, really eroded the last handful of games. And, but when you look at the quarterback situation right now, I mean, so Heinrich Harburg, man, is he, if you think he was on a, he he's now had three or four straight games where he is, he is going in the wrong direction. Yeah. So he was one for five yesterday, passing zero yards and one interception interception. He should have had two interceptions, but one was called back. What's interesting is he was cleared to go back in the game, but they didn't bring him back in the game, which basically is like he got pulled yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He, I would say that's, that's the equivalent of we want to try somebody else. Yes. And his, he's, uh, this was from Mitch Sherman's story in the athletic, his, uh, his interception in the first half was the eighth turnover in the past four games. And keep in mind, he's had two interceptions in the last two games get called back because of penalties. So there was a world where a dude had 10 turnovers in four games here. So what's amazing is like, man, Sims is a turnover machine and he is, but like Harburg is starting to like trend in that direction. Cause he, he was doing that and fumbling like and that's, fumbling. That's what Sims and him have done, especially this year is like, they've been, they've been hitting the, the double, like they've been doing the, the interceptions and the fumbles they've been right. doing, they've been losing both, you know, it's like, <sighs> and you know, what's funny is, uh, Harburg always misses long overthrows right? people every time. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? I, I mean, he he's, it's always, it always, he, yeah, his interceptions, it's not like it's, you know, he threw it and someone jumped it or whatever. It's always sales. He throws, he throws it down the field and the free safeties just the sitting ball. there. Deep guys, the deep guy reads him and he overthrows it right to the deep. Yeah. So he, they're, they're having trouble reading coverages and they're having trouble like with touch where the ball needs to be. Like they throw it. Sims did the same thing. Like they throw it long. He just, there is a little bit, and I thought this was pretty insightful from rule a couple of games ago. I can't remember what game it would have been where they were talking about Harburg and he talked about how sometimes quarterbacks, there's the whole idea of kind of the curse of knowledge. Sometimes what you, when you don't know, you just go out there and you just play on instinct and let it rip. Yeah. yeah. And that's so like in the first couple of games from Harbor, he was he 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 was out there just like attacking. He was just running. He was, he was just, just running yeah. and and trying to run people over and all and all of a sudden he was like the more you know it's good but sometimes you get bogged down by it. it the more you know is good when you've gone through it before, yes. before it, like time and time and time and time again and then you're in your 7th year and you're like oh yeah all that knowledge I built up now I can actually use it. He's in the learning the knowledge and how to apply it and he doesn't have it figured out yet so it didn't just becomes like a jumble in his head i don't know if you ever had a moment like that i remember my freshman year at kansas after like you think you're playing defense and then all of a sudden you like go play for bill self and you your your eyes are opened up to like a whole nother level yeah. of defense and i vividly remember we were playing at nevada and i was like in the corner and i was like okay all right all right bump the cutter back get ready to get under show recover like i had all these things going on my head and i'd never i mean defensively you got to yeah. be like you know calm see man and ball anticipate you know like but it was because like all of a sudden my i had been like flooded with stuff yeah and i was just like thinking way too much you know and i feel like harburg slowly got into that world um but he's he's 
gone in the wrong direction here. Sims yesterday uh, was eight of 13, two interceptions. He also had the one fumble, which was just so weak. I mean, he's just, he's a big, strong guy. He was, he was, he was flagging it. Yeah. He just had, he had it loose, but what's funny about Sims. I don't know if you felt this. Like I felt like he was having, there was like a, that he had his first drive and I felt like, this might be Jeff Sims moment to, to recapture get some, and get some, yeah. some confidence and the opposite happened. I think it maybe it ended his football career. I, it, I, I hate to say it, but I think, I think <laughs> I it mean, probably did. Too. I mean, I, I think that's probably it for him. I think it's it, probably it for him at Nebraska. Yeah, for sure. I think he's a, he's a, such a specimen that like he'll go somewhere and play football, but like he's not going anywhere major. No. Because I mean, Nick, his, he was—it's been so bad. I mean, how can a major program be like? We need to bring him this in. guy in, the guy that turned it over on forty-six percent of the drives ended in turnovers. Let's bring that guy in. I mean, you know, it. So he gets pulled, yeah, and then here comes Chuba, who I mean, by the way, Ch- I mean, talk about a terrible situation. I mean, it was a sudden change turnover. Like he come in taken over at the three yard line. And then we talked about how he led the team down the field, but he had, he was one for three throwing with 24 yards to Billy Kemp. And then the one interception, he had a couple of good runs, three rushes for 33 yards, but then he, he throws the, the big yeah. interception late. So the question is, what do you do at the quarterback spot this week? Because Heinrich Harburg, they say is, is a little banged up with, with an ankle Jeff Sims. We just talked about him. He's, I mean, I don't know how you trot him out there at this point. I, I just, even for his sake, I just feel like he, he's not ready to play. Like right. mentally he has shown me no ability like to, to be like, I am ready to take on this challenge. I feel like he's in a weird place mentally. And I think there also is an element of like, I know teammates would never say this, but I mean, what I I can't imagine he's, there's a whole lot of confidence in him out there from the other 10 guys on the offense and then everybody else on the defense right now. But then there's reported there. Apparently Chuba has such a bad groin issue that he's like needs surgery like ASAP. So, you know, you got a banged up Chuba banged up Harburg Sims is banged up mentally and rule rule after the game said, quote, we want to have somebody get the main reps and somebody else get the second best reps and go from there. But I would be lying to you if I told you I knew who that was going to be right now. So I, I don't. Well, I, let, let, how about we do this just for the sake of this conversation? They're all three healthy. Who are you starting? Who are you starting? I think I'm starting Chuba. I don't. I think I, I, I think Chuba is be would be my hunch just because I'm like. I don't know what a good Chuba day would look like. I think I've seen a not good Chuba day. Oh, We've there's seen not a couple good. Of those. Yeah, but like I think we we know what a Sims a Sims days looked like. I think he's just not there mentally. He's not ready for it. And Harburg, Harburg, Harburg is. I, I think you go Harburg over Sims. I agree. And then right now, if Chuba's hurt, yeah, then we might. Then maybe it's it's Harburg, but like. God, I don't know if they're if they're both healthy. Harburg and Chubba are healthy. I just feel like we haven't seen Chubba, so it's like I, it's it's the it's the seduction of the unknown. Yeah, no. and, uh, and and for me, I'm like I know what I know. The, I know how Harburg's been playing. I know how Sims has been playing. Those guys, I think it's pretty naive to think. Well, maybe they got a zero turnover game in them. They don't. They don't. And maybe hmm. maybe Chubba maybe you got to 
see what he can do out there. But again, I don't know how how hurt he is. It's hard does he just you know like Harburg has gotten way more reps than him this year you right know, that's the reps help and that's where I just I don't know like there's the other part of me that goes man like Harburg's played the most football he's the most in sync with what's going on yeah uh, I think I think I mean it's so it, it's, I lean Chuba, but I I think it's my if I had to guess my guess is Harburg is your starter on Saturday yeah my if I would have bet on it, I'd bet Harburg uh I, I think you might be like me in the sense I I say Chuba just because I'm curious almost. Yeah, it's more of a it's more of like, that like I just want to see someone else try it. Yeah, I I because I mean we gotta play Wisconsin at Wisconsin. It's gonna be a tough place to to play, but I mean who gives us the best chance to win? I still don't know if that's clear to me between Chuba and Harbor. Well, it's just amazing that they're staring down the barrel of like Sims might be the most healthy physically, but the most unhealthy mentally. Yes, and then you're dealing with your other two options. Neither of them are great, but they're both physically a little banged up so i don't i don't know it's somehow you know just when he thought this offense couldn't get any more like dire like it somehow has gotten more like whoa i I don't know what i don't know what they're gonna do i don't know what they're gonna do but they got two tough games wisconsin though just they're falling apart They've lost in, I mean, they got, they got beat bad by Northwestern and they lost to Indiana and you just, I was reading some stuff on that. They're, they're a little bit of a mess right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that, that's, yeah. I mean, I think, I think we like in in my mind, when it's like going to play Wisconsin, you're like Russell Wilson, Melvin Gordon, Yeah. you know, TJ Watts going to be up there. It's like, not, no, it's not that, but at the same time, I mean, this isn't going to be this is going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm with you. I think, I think it'll be Harburg and I can understand it being Harburg because everything you laid out, he's gotten the most reps. He's got yeah. the most experience and all those sorts of things. If, if I, if I had my choice, I think I'd go with Chuba. Just, I want to just, let's see if someone else can do it. Chuba provided a little spark. There was a, there was a spark out of him. I liked the, he, he, he was competitive out there. I yeah. liked how competitive he was. Um, he did throw that pick though, which me it, it. I think he threw that pick and he pulled that ball on a run, which I, I does doesn't make me feel great about like where he is at with like command of the offense. And right. Like, so that's that's uh, maybe wishful thinking that that Chuba's the answer. I just like I say, I'm saying almost out of curiosity, but you know, it's probably going to be Harburg, and it's probably the right thing. But like I say, I'm, at this point, what do we have? I mean, we have the bowl game to lose, but. We still can get to that bowl game, which is a good goal. But man, we've blown two weeks in a row that were much, much easier. Yeah, Th- these these games, these next two games are going to be harder than the last two games you just played. Yes, and yeah, I mean that's the thing that's that's amazing is that they were sitting there with five five wins with four games left, and I was surprised at some of the people acting like it was just a for sure thing they're going to get six at that point i i never felt like that <laughs> i i it's because we 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 had a couple negative pods after some wins because we're like yeah. I, did, I know that's right. i just like i am again not to be you know i told you so i'm just like i am so not my level of surprise that they have lost these last two games is zero i am not surprised at all i mean i think it's because you can Feel it when this offense takes the field. It is a coin flip whether it's a turnover drive right. or not, and that's that's what we've been living with. Is these 
you know, like Sims is about a 50 percenter. Harburg's been about, you know, was he one in, he's about one in every five or six. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and now we're down to Chubba, which means we're down to our third string quarterback. Down to our third, you know, we're in our third string you, running. I, I guess that's probably our fourth string running back. Did you, yeah, did you feel like, not to be totally, you know, go down the path of like way over analyzing, like, I thought that was the most stressed and frantic rule seemed all year on the sidelines. Like working those reps. He was really, he almost, and I was just going to say, he almost seems like he's gotten to that point that certain coaches get to where like, I think all of his frustration with what's happening on the field gets channeled to the officials. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, you right. know, like where instead, like, I think he's so, I think in his heart of hearts, he wants to grab Harburg and Sims and these guys and basically be like, what the are you guys doing? Yeah. And instead, he just gets the side judge and undresses him with with f box. I, I think rule. There's no doubt as a guy that is so well spoken and so uh, polished. I he's got to be frustrated with how this is. I mean, some things have gone right for him. Yes, and some other things have gone terribly wrong. And I think he's the wrongs are starting to add up. Like the, the injury stuff has been the very injury stuff. They, they have gotten, I mean, if you really think about it and he brought this up and it's true, the, I still think that Gabe Irvin maybe scored at Minnesota. Yeah. You could argue the Michigan state guy, the touchdown was, should have been overturned and been not a touchdown. Yeah. So I think he feels like, okay, those two plays arguably cost Number, uh, cost the team two wins and then it's been laughable all the injuries and it's been yeah. laughable the level of quarterbacking yeah i think it's yeah it's hard it, i mean the quarterbacking in those first two games it was unbelievable like it was almost shocking to the system how how terrible those some of those were and then then it became normal by about this time of year we're like wow this is four turnovers but we've, we've kind of gotten used to how yes. bad it's been but like to see those happen in those first two games that were winnable games like the minnesota one, you're just like oh, you can't believe it no right? so i think that's the stuff that is matt rule was it's starting to catch up I, and, well and i bet i bet the now. weight of Again, I think you and I had the analogy. It's like a it's like a seven game series in the NBA playoffs, and you're up three one, and you lose game five. You go okay, well, you know, we'll just go win game six. And if you lose, you know, and you lose game six, you're like, holy you, shit! The all that advantage that you had that like we're up, we like you've lost it all. Now they the had time to get to that sixth win, and they're running out of time, and things, and and the road is getting tougher. Yeah, And so I think that he just struck me yesterday as like, for the first time, like he really looked like, like we've seen a lot of, whether it's Bo Polini or Scott Frost, like where that the weight of the Husker football world was like weighing on them. Yeah. And it's just funny to me how like, it seems like it's just all gotten channeled to the officials, but it's, it's interesting. But I mean, I think it's a, a couple of things before we go. Because maybe maybe for the midweek pod here, we got to get. I want to talk about like what you do at the quarterback spot, like moving on to the to next year. But like we'll save that for another day. Yeah. I mean, it bears saying out loud two things. 
I mean, Nebraska leads the nation in turnovers. I mean, if they're really, you really got to say that out loud and let it sink in. They lead the nation by in turnovers by a wide margin. And it's not just one guy, it's all of them. And it it is remarkable, Bo, how the names and faces can change, yet the turnover issues remain the same. Like, Bo Pelini can be there, and it's Taylor Martinez, and they're running the spread turnovers. Mike Riley and, and Tanner Lee can be there, and they're running pro-style turnovers. It, Scott Frost and Adrian Martinez, and they're turnovers. Now, Matt Rule and Jeff Sims, turnovers. Like, it's wild to me how you can change head coaches, change players, change systems, change conferences, change, and it still yeah. has remained the same. And to build off of it is, is Stumanji on Twitter uh, built off that one Dirk Chatlin story that you always bring up. Yeah. And updating those numbers now oh, since 2004. Yes. Since 2004. Nebraska's turnover margin is minus 113. The next closest power five team is like minus 61. Oh. Minus 113 since 2004. The next closest, it's like 50 turnovers. Will you please send me that? Do you have that? Yeah, I'll say, I'll say. I'll uh, say. I want to look at it again because I, I remember when when that when that came out when Dirk put that yeah. out. Maybe it was in twenty nineteen. That was twenty nineteen. And so and so Stu Manji, who's just a, a good twelve. He's a you know he covers Nebraska and and just tweets out numbers with Nebraska. He's kept the running total. Yeah. Since that point, and oh, I, I just I mean that number will tell you more about the plight of a Nebraska football fan than probably anything, because what's weird is I think it's finally caught up to us the last two or three years where we're not winning many games now at yeah. all, but for a while there, we were winning yeah. more than we should have yeah. with, but we had this turn like, so we were like, I think that's our talent was above average for so many years. And we had the Nebraska thing, so we'd win games playing this like very bad turnover margin football, and it's starting to just like catch up to us now. Where it's like it's weird. Nah, why, you're I not going to win anymore. I wonder why it has because you're right because you think so. So it start it starts in 04 is where they start. I mean, yeah, 06, yeah. you guys play for a conference title. 09, play for a conference title. 2010, play for a conference title. 2012, play for a conference title. Yeah. There's the obviously the story of of Bo Pelini won nine games or more from you know, 08 all the way to 2014. Like yeah. they were winning games, but then it's like all of a sudden it just, all this stuff caught up to them. Yeah. And it's, oh man, it's, it's that but, I, I want to look into those numbers. It's more, crazy, right? Like, it is. It's so mind boggling to hear it. It's just like, you almost can't understand it. You're like, no, that can't be, we can't be that much worse than the rest of college football, but we are. Yeah. And like, what is, so what does that mean about so what, us? What does that mean about our, like, because you used to be able to go like, oh, it's just, it, it, it was just because of this guy or this, the, system or it this, was just yeah. Taylor Martinez. It was just, no, it was Bo. Bo now was too focused on the defense and they need someone that, you know, it's going to be 20 years now. It's going to be 20 years next year. So that's what I'm saying. Like all the, years. I mean, it's like different quarterbacks, different coaches, different coordinators, different offenses, different, every, like, and it's still a turnover fest. And so, and the other thing that's amazing to think is that Nebraska 
the last two games, they have one total penalty. That's zero penalties against Michigan State and one penalty against Maryland, and they lost both games. And Maryland and Michigan State both did a really bad job. Well, they, like, they, they had penalties all over the place. I think that's what really kept us in those games with all the turnovers. They were negating a lot of their success the other team did just with penalties and we I were mean, actually playing pretty clean some of maryland's penalty you ever seen when kevin brought his chili into the office from oh yeah. <laughs> maryland, maryland was just like, maryland was like i mean you guys are interception oh some guy on the other side of the field is holding like they had a, some bad some bad some bad bad, bad. Calls, yeah. um the other thing that's weird to me and it seems like it only happens when sims is the quarterback why do the plays come in so slow with Sims? They had to call two timeouts yesterday yeah. to avoid delay of games. And it's like it only happens there to sneeze. <laughs> one more sneeze. We got one more. Don't, if you're going to do it, let's see if we can do it. Let's see if we repeat the no, shoulder. I don't want to do it. I my shoulder. <laughs> I don't want to blow up my okay, shoulder. Right, dang it. I don't want to do it. No, your shoulder. How about your labrum still torn? Yep. So you're just like, like this is my life now. I have a torn Sneak. labrum, and for the rest of if my I life, throw, I will have a torn. If I throw a baseball, like. I'm on the shelf for two weeks. Can't throw, I just don't get to throw. I don't get like, to throw anymore. Like getting hurt and getting surgery is like no. I mean, I did that hernia hernia surgery, and it was like this sucks. I'm not gonna spend like eight weeks in a sling. I won't do it. An adult, like I'm I sorry, an adult it. in a sling is always like. I'm just gonna live with it. I'm just gonna live. with I like pain that you're living with it. And yeah, so I'm not gonna live with Sims being like. I mean, get the damn plan and don't have to call i mean there was a world where that was going to bite them in the ass where they were they had to call a bunch timeouts, of timeouts yeah. and because they're not i mean how hard, it's like this is division one football this is big Ten. like get the plan yeah. get set and run a play before the play clock expires good god by the way uh i wanted to wrap it up with this i mean the peacock experience rough i mean it was rough rough i now I didn't. So were you watching it live, or did you watch the replay of it? So I I, I had it. I'm all tangled here. But so my, so okay. so I had it. On, the app downloaded. I mean, I mean, it was on my my smart TV, and my I had the login from yeah. my brother in law who had used it yeah. for the week before for the Rugby World Cup. So I had it ready to go. I was like, great. I got Peacock. <laughs> I checked it the day before. It's working. Go down there. It wouldn't. It wouldn't go. Like game time is two minutes. I'm going. Your so I I missed the first. 15 minutes trying to figure it out finally get it going and were you able to rewind how does that yes, work even yes. with streaming you can go you back and rewind it, okay, which that's is good. good but then there's like these like commercial breaks they didn't have commercials and you're just sitting there in the dark like well when's the and then like it was really clunky interesting and so then like at the end of the game there were commercials bizarrely um but it was just like you couldn't rewind effectively and you no, couldn't fast forward that. effectively and then it it shut down on me one time again i wondered i and mean i I'm, go god i was gonna switch to youtube tv but i'm like is this what all live sports streaming is gonna feel like i, I i'm go, telling you i am i don't know man i i streaming the picture was bad too that's right i, I just it's just frustrating where like the tele like where the the sports TV experience is it's I feel like it's slowly like is it an inevitability where all sports are on streaming platforms? Probably. And I just like cable, I'm like, I mean, call me like Mr. Like, hey, old guy over here. I'm like, I want I like cable. It just it works the way you want it to work. That's the thing. It's not like the other thing doesn't work, but when it works the way we like it to work. 
And then the change is a little bit like, ah, it's just, I mean, that, you know, like the DVR, the DVR on cable, it works. It works nice too. It works. And when you have it taped and you're like, that's what, so if we had a different experience, but it still wasn't a good, because I had to watch the replay of it. So I come home last night after an MC event, after doing the the Creighton North Dakota State game on TV, I come home, I, I fire up the app and yeah, I couldn't. Like fast forward, like at one point I fast forward, and then you see it's like, oh, we score, and, they're they like, and it took me like the, it took me. I literally just hit fast forward, seemingly for a little bit, and, and they were like, no, "You no, have no, selected no. go to the final drive of the game." We're like, "No, no, no, God, no!" You have selected Chuba's interception. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> You have selected. It's time to be very, very heartbroken and disappointed. Oh, Get, what? Oh no! <laughs> uh, you have selected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's what it was, though. I mean, I man, that is that. What was up with the fast forward being like? Zhoom! I mean, it would. And, and yeah. So. And then, oh man, Pe- Peacock didn't do itself any favors with the Big Ten fans. <laughs> It just went right to. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, the other, so what's weird is so when they would go to commercial, there wouldn't be commercials for you. For the first half, there would just be like your program will continue shortly, and it would just be like black See, screen with Peacock. And so for me last night, and this is where I mean, I'd welcome to a window into the impatient world of human beings in 2023. You, when they would go to commercial. I had to sit through 60 or 90 seconds of a commercial. There was no, I couldn't fast oh. forward. So, I mean, I'm sitting there like. <laughs> oh, because you had the, you had the. You so I had the replay. So it was like. But you, did you have the app that you paid for? Or just the, the truck that, that was. I a, did. This was we the free version. No, I got, I don't know. I used someone, else, one of my wife's friends logins. Maybe we shouldn't say that. On, I don't on know. Whatever. I mean, we like the Peacock it, police. Peacock. You'd be like. <laughs> Sir, peacock. you're under arrest for using another. Th- Some giant peacock shows up in your door. And it's like, <laughs> we're big fans of the pod. Cuff them, boys. <laughs> the, the peacock, the peacock cop. When the peacock cop comes to your house, it's not good. But I don't. I just sit so there. You borrowed the login, did you? Borrowed the old login and thought you could get away with it. Cuff them, boys. Cuff them, boys. Just Chief Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mean it's amazing now how impa- like having to sit when you don't have when you don't think you should have to having to sit through 60 or 90 seconds of a commercial you're like is this is this is there, are you guys serious with this yeah it's <laughs> you have selected Trump as an <laughs> what the heck <laughs> Okay, we'll wrap it up there, but that's how it sounds like we had a very similar experience. <laughs> Damn you, Peacock. Damn you. Oh, my God. Stay <laughs> tuned till next week for more Chubba Chatter. <laughs> well, oh, hold on. Woo, woo. Oh. The Peacock Police run, are here. Nick, run, run, run. A Heard at Sports Network production.